0: so you're probably asking yourself how to successfully grow a facility management company in today's digital age while still remaining profitable you know that marketing should probably be in the mix but you may not know the best approach the newest strategies or which digital platforms market on so how do you use marketing to grow your effort business today that is a question and this podcast will give you the answers my name is Javier Lozano, Jr., and welcome to the Facility Management Marketing Podcast. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Facility Management Marketing Podcast. My, I'm your host, Javier. So today, what we am going to be covering is that marketing leaders in the facility property management space, you should only be measured on two metrics, and that's it. And you're like, wait, 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 what? Yes, all you need, you should only be measured on two metrics, okay? And it sounds a little controversial, and you're like, well, what about these other focuses that you gave me before? What about this, and what... All that stuff builds into this. Two metrics. So number one, I'm gonna go into this. This is probably gonna be a short podcast, but that's all right. Number one is gonna be influenced revenue. So you've been hearing me say this a lot in my different episodes that a marketing leader should be tied to revenue as much as possible. You should be having, you should be as close as possible to revenue as you can, okay? Because with the technology that we have today and how we can measure attribution and how we can measure different channels and Excuse me. In all those successes, this is the best way for you to determine if what you're doing is really working. And honestly, like, if if you're if you're if you want to be a CMO or a BP of marketing and you're afraid to be measured by revenue, um, or, or you know, then maybe this is not the role for you. Okay, and, and I don't mean that in a rude way, but. That's how you measure the success of, of all that. Like at the end of the day, like the SVP of sales or the VP of sales, like they're measured on revenue. And you're like, well, it's not the same, Javier. I know it's not the same, which is why I said you should be measured on influenced revenue. You know, it's a big difference. Like like what leads did you bring in? And did those leads turn into business? And if those leads turn into business, then how much money did it generate? So you brought in 10,000 leads, excellent. Of those 10,000 leads, how many of them were SQOs? 2,000, cool. Of those 2,000 SQOs, how many became customers? 200, great. Of those 200 customers, what did it generate? $5 million, then that's what you get measured on. You see what I'm saying? So you get measured on the, on the revenue, you get influenced. Okay, so when these metrics are tracked correctly, revenue always is gonna be increasing. It should be at least. And so if it's not increasing then you need to start changing the strategy that you've kind of been putting together okay so like when you're putting all this stuff together like you might have a goal of what you're trying to grow and then you're gonna have a strategy to help that but if you're not increasing revenue then your strategies might need to be shifted a little bit you might have to reevaluate. you might have to pivot you might have to change but these metrics are going to help you essentially like start tracking revenue a lot better All right. so um the sales team's they have, you know, you know, they have, they have to record their their sales calls, you know, how many sales they make in a in, in a in a week or or in a month or, or how many opportunities they have. Like the sales team is doing all these things, so marketing should be kind of measured along the same way. Like I can tell you right now, like I am, I, I'm measured along those same things, and so this is also going to help with the CEO can start kind of attributing how marketing influences revenue for the sales team or for the overall organization. The CEO can easily say like, so cool, we've got this, you know, CMO, we're paying him six figures and he's, you know, put in these strategies and these strategies have, you know, generated this many leads and we've become more efficient in these areas and we're closing more business because of this, this, and this. That's good. And then the CEO is going to start seeing how marketing has influenced revenue. Okay. So this is really critical that you understand this is, is... Like I've got reports on my HubSpot dashboard that I watch a lot, and one of the big reports I want I created is called MQL, SQO, and customer. And so I see all of our MQL. So that's gonna be like our top level leads that is not garbage, like like um, like test at test.com or like a phone number that's like one, two, three, four, five, six, eight, nine, ten, like that like those are going to be like extended. So if it has at least a, a real email or a real you know, phone number that we would then consider that as a lead or as an MQL, okay? A marketing qualified lead. So I look at that and, you, and, and, and I'm not saying that I measure marketing success by MQLs. I'm not implying that. I use that metric to see if we're like sitting at a strong like, hey, we're generating roughly 22% of our traffic turns into leads. So that is a baseline that we keep and we track, okay? That is just an internal thing that we track, so like our MQLs is roughly 22%. So out of every 100 people that visit our website, 22 people will convert to become some sort of lead, okay? And then from there, I then evaluate all of those leads and see what percentage becomes an SQO, a Sales Qualified Opportunity. That means that sales got on the phone with these MQLs and started talking to them and started saying, hey, yes, we're interested in doing this, this, and this. Excellent, you're an SQO. And then from there, we then look at the next level was like, what converted into customers? So they might've come into the channel like from like a paid social media um, back in say May, and then they became a customer finally in September. So we would then track acquisition of not just how they entered, but when they actually closed. So it doesn't have to necessarily mean that they came in and closed the same month. It just means that they closed on a given month and they were labeled a life cycle stage of customer. So where I'm coming from is that I see this like journey of these leads and I can start making all these projections and I can tell, start telling my CEO, I'm like, hey, Chris. Hey, um, you know, whenever we have like you know SQOs, we're converting SQOs at roughly twenty eight percent. So if we have you know three thousand SQOs, we can basically say like twenty eight percent of that's going to be possibly customers because that's kind of our our, our going rate. So we want to see how you influence revenue. All right. So you know the sales team doesn't care what I want. This make this very clear too. Is that the sales team doesn't care where a lead is going to come from so long as the as the lead closes. So like. Marketing cares where the lead comes from because then that basically tells us, Hey, you know what? This channel that we're tracking here, this has given us some really good leads. Like we're not getting a lot, but what if we put some more effort into this? Like this whole social media channel is doing some really cool stuff. We should be putting some more effort into this or, you know, putting more money into Facebook ads has really been helping our business quite a bit and grow. Or, you know, whenever we focus on, on search, and we go after these specific keywords, we get more business from this. Interesting, do you see what's going on here? So what what I'm getting to is, is that um, sales doesn't care where it comes from, as long as it closes, but you as marketing, you want to know this data so that you can give sales better leads that they can close. And that's what we're doing internally. So we segment our leads between commercial customers and personal customers, basically B2B and B2C, all right? And we tend to close B2B at a higher rate than we do B2C, all right? So the other thing here is on why um, on the influence revenue, why you wanna be measured by influence revenue is that marketing leaders always want to be as close as possible to revenue. I've already been saying this a, a lot, I'm gonna just reiterate it, like you have to be tied to that. It's very important, like future CEOs um, and future CROs are gonna be coming out of marketing. I guarantee that because of how close they are to data. Future CEOs and future CROs are coming from the marketing department because of how this is working. But that only happens if you tie yourself to revenue. So if you wanna be a future CEO or CRO, you have the right to be that. Just get tied as much as possible to revenue so that you are influencing revenue a lot. So that's number one that um, you should be really, really, you know, the the one key metric you should be measured on is, is influence revenue. That's how I'm measured at work, you know? So number two is pipeline. And this is interesting, all right? Leads are great, but leads don't really make money. So I've already kind of told you this, like, and an mql stat uh, metric is kind of like a vanity metric a marketing qualified lead is a vanity metric but it should be measured to a degree so you have a baseline of how many leads you're getting per month and what your website is converting at so that you can start building new things in the pipeline as well too so an mql is 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 an important metric to track but it's not going to determine the success or the future growth of your of, of of pipeline okay so what what I suggest is that you understand the conversion of MQL to SQO, which is gonna help you determine if the audience is better. So if you're able to convert MQLs, marketing qualified leads, into an SQO, sales qualified opportunity, or or other people call it sales qualified lead, which is fine too, if you're able to like increase that conversion, then that means that your baseline of marketing qualified leads are better leads which is giving you higher sales qualified opportunities. This means that sales is now gonna start working those leads accordingly because these are good leads to work. And then, it, you know, once you start doing that, you're gonna start work, they're gonna start working the SQLs correctly to where they become customers. So if the MQL to SQL conversion increases, naturally your SQO to customer should also improve as well too. So this is where you can start actually projecting pipeline, okay? So this is what I mean. Let's say you generate a 1,000 leads, okay? Let's just use that, you generate a 1,000 MQLs, 1,000 marketing qualified leads. Of those 1,000, 300 of them became SQOs, 300, okay? And so, and I'm just gonna be using round numbers here. And let's just say that you convert at 10% SQO to customer, right? So that basically means that 30 of your SQOs are going to be customers. And let's just say that your average transaction is going to be, let's just say like, I don't know, $50,000. That's your average transaction for facility management. So you're going to time that by 30. So that's, that's $1.5 million in the pipeline that you can start kind of like, Hey, based on our trends, we, you know, this is how it works. So like we, we generate a thousand leads, we typically get roughly 30% of those MQLs into SQOs, and we typically convert SQOs into customers by 10%. And you know, our average sale is fifty thousand dollars. That is 1.5 million in the pipeline. And then all of a sudden, you can start making bets off of your stats. And that's where we're moving into for a rat mate for ourselves. So you as a property management company, or facility management company, like that is the goal, is that you wanna start filling pipeline. And so you start getting better at creating better MQLs, you start writing better emails and, 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 and helping with sales operations and improving on certain pieces of the sales piece because marketing has an influence in that area, so they get higher SQOs, and then sales goes in and starts doing their thing and then you can start making bets against what you are projecting, okay? So this is gonna help you get better at your ad targeting. So your ads are gonna be better because you wanna have better leads coming in. Then this is gonna, in essence, is gonna give you a better ROAS, a better return on ad spend. And so you wanna be measuring this all on the campaign level. So you look at each different campaigns that you're running and then you're going to be getting better CAC, a customer acquisition cost at a campaign level is what you might want to consider, or just go like channels. So like social media channel for paid, search channel for paid, organic, uh, there's not really I mean, but there's some in there, but not really, but you get what I'm saying. And so you can start kind of measuring the CAC. And then, you know, these levers are all pulled and will improve pipeline. So. When you get better at your MQLs and then converting them to SQOs and then sales know how to to close these like on a regular basis, you start making bets against that. You start having better top of funnel leads based on these shared channels that you're actually running ads in. You start measuring campaigns and saying, hey, these leads are closing at a higher rate. So we're gonna start having these kind of campaigns, more money into this one. And we're getting better customer acquisition costs in these campaigns. And so we wanna start kind of focusing on this and it's gonna be cheaper if we run ads like this, and that's how you fill the pipeline where we can make bets against the things that we're kind of already paying for. And that's it. Those are the two things that, in my opinion, a marketing leader should be measured on. Number one, influenced revenue, and then number two, pipeline. If you can do those two things for your company, I guarantee you, your CEO will love you, okay? And those things are hard. Now, these two things that I just talked about, this didn't happen overnight for my company for our company. Like it took me like almost eight months to get there. And we're still working on some of this stuff. Like we introduced pipeline to our CEO, or I'm sorry, I introduced pipeline to my CEO. And he's like, This is interesting, Javier. I go, I know, which is why it's important that we get all these numbers like dialed in so that I can make projections. I can start saying, hey, we expect to be closing this many leads, and it's going to be bringing X amount of revenue, and then all of a sudden, like we can start projecting. We can say, hey, by increasing our ad spend by this much, this is what we get over here. This is what happens here, and revenue goes up by here, and this is what we're going to be projected on this. You see what's going on? And it becomes like a fucking video game, okay? It is so much fucking fun, all right? So... That's it. That is the two metrics that that market leaders should be measured on is influence revenue and pipeline. You get those two things dialed in and you know how to do it correctly. Now, you're going to screw up. Like we've screwed up. I've screwed up. All right. I've gone after things that just didn't make sense, but I'm trying to use data to influence my knowledge. And so when people say like, well, my gut says this. No, your gut is probably like, you know, you're gassy or something because the data says this and this is what we're going to go after. So as soon as I start showing data, things start changing you know and that's how you start positioning yourself in a different realm this is this is how this is how marketing leaders get a seat at the table in the facility and property management industry you can do this in like twelve months or less you get a you will get a seat at the table and you deserve it you you know you know marketing manager at you know, whatever facility management company or whatever, you deserve a seat at the table. But you gotta do these two things. You get to influence revenue and you get to project pipeline. You do those two things, you get a seat at the table. Okay, you deserve it. And this is why I'm doing these podcasts is because I'm documenting what I'm going through and I know this stuff works because like, I'm doing it, I'm showing proof. And you're like, well, it's not directly in the facility management space. Guys, all I need is like a handful of people to hire me as a fractional CMO and I'll prove my point in this. But I've already kind of proven my point because the, the space I'm currently in is essentially the same fucking space as facility management. But it's just like, it's just, we're doing vehicle wraps versus facility management. It's the same thing, trust me on this. Antiquated, fragmented industry. Okay. I I'm 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 not kidding when I say this. This will work, and this is being used in the SaaS space. This is being used in the B2C space. This is being used in the direct-to-consumer space. This kind of stuff is being used. Influence revenue pipeline. All marketing leaders that are working in bigger type industries are being measured on these things on a daily basis. Or not daily, probably like monthly. Okay, so. If if you want to have a seat at the table and you deserve it and you're and you're a future marketing leader in the facility of property management company, get really good at these two things and figure it out, okay. And you, if if you're basically like a COO or CEO listening to this podcast, you're like holy shit. And you need a fractional CMO, then we need to talk because I'm all ears. I'm happy to have you know to work with you as a, as, as one of my customers as a fractional CMO because you will be helping me prove my point, but on top of that, you'll be making more revenue. Y- you will know where you're spending your ad dollars, and if it makes sense, you will have a better marketing strategy than you've ever had before. You will actually be able to act, you know, attribute marketing-influenced revenue by doing X, Y, and Z. It's that simple, okay? It takes time, and it can be done. All right, so this is not like a pitch fest for me to To pitch myself, but I'm just going to you know do it really quick. Like for organizations out there that are looking to hire a fractional CMO, you know, and and, and the reason you want to hire one is because you don't have the the revenue to pay them full time, you know, like because a CMO, you're paying them six figures, probably like 150 to 200, depending on what size company you are. Okay. Maybe 250, maybe more. All right. And you probably can't afford that. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that so hire them on a fractional basis hire them for 10 hours a week okay instead of paying them 200 a year you pay them 50 a year and they give you almost the same results and then you have teams that are going to be helping with all the other all the other other things okay so understand that that like those are things that I can help with and I'm happy to be helping you with that so if you're interested in that connect with me on LinkedIn and let's talk Okay? I'm not going to be sharing my phone number on here. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn, linkedin.com slash in slash Javier Lozano Jr. You will know it's me because my banner has my podcast information, but just know that. Okay? So a couple things or three things before I leave. Number one, um, rate our podcast uh, on Spotify or Apple um, podcast. Number two, Connect to me on LinkedIn. Send me any kind of messages, questions, that sort of stuff, comments. What other podcast episodes you'd love to hear? Uh, and then number three, share this podcast with somebody else. Um, DM into somebody, or 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 you know, just send a text message to them. But like, please do that because my goal of this podcast is to improve the facility and property management industry. I want marketing to be one of the key positions in this like in in, in a facility company. Like like operations and like finances or like sales is, marketing should also be a part of that conversation. And marketing could do so much more in this industry. Like after my time spending two and a half years in a facility management company, uh, probably, probably longer now because I've been doing, you know, stuff on the side, you know, with other side projects and customers that I've been working with. Like I've seen growth opportunities that no true marketing leader is leveraging. Okay. And so this is kind of what I'm trying to get to. So if you're interested in talking to me about this, I'm happy to you know take on the conversation. Um, there's no guarantees that I will be taking on the job though, because it all depends on what you're looking for and if it fits with what I want to work with, okay? Because I'm not gonna be working with anybody in the in the in the FM or PM space, uh-uh. Okay. I know my value. My value is like, it's very high. My time is super uh, important. So it, it basically has to make sense for me, for us to work together. So if if you're interested, then yeah, we can talk for sure. Okay. Um, at the very least, we can have a conversation and see where it goes. But other than that, do those two things and you'll improve, right? All right, have a wonderful day. All right, guys. Thanks for taking a listen to our facility management marketing podcast, Secrets. Uh, This is your host, Javier Lozano, Jr., hurt my feelings this is more for facility managers which are facility management companies that want to grow their business by using marketing all right guys thanks a lot and have a great one